On this episode of The Morning After with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews, it's a game we've played before, a little round of table topics. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's just a little box of cards and conversation starters, if you will. Where did you even get? Look, here's the... I think I got it at Target. Oh, that makes sense. How did I not just automatically (laughs) assume that? (laughs) What a surprise. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. we're going to pull cards. These cards have random questions on them, and they just start a, uh, a topic of conversation. See what happens. Can I draw the first card? Of course you can. Okay. I'm going to pick uh, this one. Jenny, who would you like to trade places with for one month? Oh, just for a month. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I, I Think about it. I already have my answer. And oh, we'll go my, with your answer because I don't know mine. My answer is perfect. For those of you, if you know, you know, man, Pat McAfee yeah. lives the greatest life I've ever seen. Now, for those of you who don't know who Pat McAfee is, he has got a show. It's a sports, it's a football talk show, but he has it on YouTube. So he swears like a sailor, which I personally love some, some swear words. Um, former punter who uh, for the Indianapolis Colts who who was offered a new deal to keep punting, like one of the highest paid punters ever, but said, eh, no, I'd rather get into sports podcasting, which is like a huge gamble. Everyone told him, don't do it. That's a stupid career move. He did it, was very good at it. So he got a job with Barstool, which is a very known, well-known company, and then decided, eh, I think I'd do this on my own. So he quits Barstool, which was like, another. they're like, no, he's doing it on his own. Fast forward now, he just signed a new... Um, $30 million a year deal with FanDuel, which is to, to sponsor his show. He's going to make more money on his first year being sponsored by FanDuel than his entire football career combined. Mm. Like, like he bet on himself and he won. And, and he he's won. into talking about football. He's into talking about pro wrestling and drinking beer. I mean, this is like... This is my, he and his wife about to have their first child after going through infertility struggles in their mid-30s. Like, this is my guy. Yeah. Everything about Pat is awesome. And actually, as we're recording this, today is Wednesday, March 15th. So the big story in the NFL right now is uh, is Aaron Rodgers potentially going to sign with the, all signs are he's going to point to the Jets. But he is going to make his announcement, I believe, today, not on ESPN, not on Fox Sports, not a... He is going on the Pat McAfee show to make the biggest announcement in the NFL offseason. Like, I, everything about Pat is awesome. I think that is amazing. That's who I would trade places with for a month. I, because it's only a month, I would trade places with my daughter. And here's why. Uh, that means that someone would do my laundry, <laughs> prepare all of my meals for me, take me shopping, treat me to something at Target every time. We go. I think you're underestimating the drama she might go through for a sixth grader. Starbucks every day. Oh, it is not every day. It's close. Wow. (laughs) She loves Starbucks and I spoil her run. Yeah, I guess the only downfall there would be going back to sixth grade. Could you imagine having to deal with the drama of sixth grade all over again? I can't, but because again, this is just for one month, I think it would be really cool to go to trade places and do it just so I could kind of see exactly what's going on mm-hmm. and just and then it would help me to parent better after the fact because I would know kind of the what's going on in the I, in the little circles I, there at school. I would be scared to death. Like I'd enjoy the friends and stuff, but for me what I'd be scared of is like going into that math class again, that mm-hmm. sixth grade math class and being like, oh but again, uh-huh. I, I'm looking at the positives here. Good chance for me to brush up on my my math skills, my mm-hmm. algebra skills. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I would. Trade I, don't, I don't think sixth grade is quite. I think algebra is like seventh or eighth grade. Uh, not in their, their their school. They're doing stuff that's like a grade ahead. So she she is doing 
algebra right now. Look, now, not to the math, level that you do later on, but yeah, no, pre-algebra. Here's, the deal. here's why algebra is stupid, right? Because, <laughs> because, 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 no, because letters belong in English class. Couldn't agree more. Like, it, I, w- I got straight A's in math and English until they started putting letters in my math class. Mm. And I'm like, what the French is this? Not here for I it. I almost swore there, actually. And, and I just... It's crazy to me that I took literally two years of algebra. I even took a pre-calculus class in high school, but there's nothing about finance, credit card. You, we've gone no. down this road with me in, in schools and, and everything to, wrong with We them. have, but I meant to tell you this. Um, there's a field trip coming up for my son in a couple weeks, and I don't know what the name of the place is, but we're going to a place where they... It's about that. It's like a life. It's like a place where you get to yeah. learn life skills. I would call it life math. But but you they'll get to learn things like... And even though I know checkbooks are a bit obsolete at this point but I mean you still have to know how to do it but even if it's just opening your bank's app every day and checking your balance and learning how to manage your money and stuff like that but I I believe this field trip is all about that kind of stuff life skills which again where was that when we were growing up We've talked about this before. The most beneficial class I ever took, you called it keyboarding, I called it typing because right. we used actual typewriters, but truly when I think back about my entire education, mm-hmm. that class is been the most useful to me and what a basic skill when you think about it yeah and and that was offered as as an again it was an elective yeah algebra 2 is required right but keyboarding or typing is an elective. If it makes you feel any like, better, stop, though, come on. my kids, they're already doing that now, and it's, again, fourth and sixth grade. So it's getting better. Good. They've learned, I guess. Okay, good. let me draw a card from the stack here. Ooh. Table topics. If you owned a boat, what name would you choose for it? I love this question, <laughs> and I have thought about this really? ad nauseum. <laughs> For years, and I've heard so many great suggestions, but I really want to come up with like my own <laughs> unique name, uh-huh. like like better or worse, right? Like or O A R. Oh, right? I love like, the play on words. Yeah, like, oh, I'm a, it, it has to be some sort of a of a play on words, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, vitamin C, yeah, right? Yeah, S E A. Of course. But man, what would my I know I got to think on this for a second too. You, did I ever tell you growing Keller up? Cruiser. We, um, my stepdad was a big boater, and so growing up, we were always out on the boat, mm-hmm. I, and I loved it. And I never got seasick or anything. I have no idea what happened to me as I've gotten older. I can't. I just can't do the motion sickness anymore. But I, we had some awesome weekends on that boat. Are you more of a river gal or a lake gal, or what? What well, were you back we, in the we day? We would go into the bay because I lived in Maryland, so we would go to the Chesapeake oh, Bay. Oh, sure, okay. That's Definitely a- not the ocean because. That's huge. I would get yeah, those, way those too. Are, yeah, those are big old waves yeah. out there. I did go on a, a cruise with my husband for one of his work trips years mm. ago through the Adriatic Sea. We went to Croatia. Sick. It was wonderful. It was like this cruise, yeah. but it was but it was so still. I just like a smooth yeah. water. You would love. Um, Growing up, I always went to Table Rock down there by Branson. Yeah, oh no, we do. We Table go. Rock Lake it's is beautiful. awesome, it's and that water is as smooth, smooth as glass. Baby. I can totally handle Table Rock. I love Table. What Rock. if I name my boat? Because I'm a, I'm a lake guy. Uh-huh. Like if if you're what body of water would you prefer to be on? I would take a lake over an ocean. Mm-hmm. Even, I'm gonna name my boat. I got it. Lake Shelton. Oh, I love it. <laughs> How about better lake than never? Mm. Kind of love that. Yeah, that's gonna be. You just named my boat for me. Better lake than never. Yeah, better I lake like than that. anything. I actually, like just. What would I name my boat? For real, on a golf course or on a boat are like my two favorite places in the mm-hmm. world. I love. I, I know way too many people, by the way. 
who like go to Lake of the Ozarks all the time and have a relative who has a boat. I know too many people who have that connect for me to not be at the lake more often. It kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. If more people would please invite me to be spend time with your family <laughs> at Lake of the Ozarks, I would really appreciate that. You know, every time we go, we have a great time. We really only go because we don't we don't know anybody really that lives there, and we go to um, Big Cedar. Mm-hmm. But man. Sorry, Big Cedar. It has gotten so expensive. Mm-hmm. And I think that all happened around COVID time because I think a lot of people were looking for somewhere local to go just to get away. Ow. But when I tell you the prices, and I haven't checked recently, but the last time I checked, I mean, it was double, triple what it was. So it's yeah. kind of hard to get down there. But Okay, so we've got awesome. better lake than yeah. never. Yeah. But we've decided it's my boat. Have you decided on your? But I named your boat. Um, yeah. Let me think about it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think on that. But Think about you. Think about And it. then put a Canadian flag on there just for fun, because that's what it sounds like. Because I, I have nothing to do with Canada. Right, Absolutely. Here we go. Okay. You said we have to answer We this. have to answer okay, no matter what. This is one that we should answer together, because it requires seven answers. Okay. What, in your opinion, are the seven wonders of the world? Oh, gosh. Right. So I'm gonna, and I think we should include man-made stuff in here. Like I don't think this is all just nature stuff because to me, the Great Pyramids of Giza in Egypt, like there's there's math surrounding that, like how wide they. Somebody's gonna know this better. I saw. I think it was the Joe Rogan podcast where mm-hmm. he, like he had some expert on there, and he's like, if you measure the base of the bottom of the pyramids, it's the exact measurement. If you like multiply it by 43 million, it's the exact size of the earth or something. But then if you measure the height times 43, it's the exact height of the earth. I don't know, it's, it's something wild and I really appreciate Speaking, it. Can I just, it's a sharp left, but I have to ask while I'm thinking about it because I'll forget. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about, my mom was telling me yesterday that giant swirl of seaweed that's like as big as the United States that's like Coming up on out Florida. there. What in the world? I don't. I don't know. What is this thing? Just a, a huge... Also, can they just burn it? Like, I, I kind of just want them to burn know. it. That's a great idea. I don't know, but my mom was telling me about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah, this huge <laughs> thing of like seaweed that's like as long as Florida. It sounds like a movie. It sounds like a scary movie. Yeah, what if it's aliens? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay, All right, so, so wait, the so seven have... wonders of the world. I'm going to do question. the Great Pyramids. We're going to say the giant um, seaweed wrath coming up upon Florida. Yeah. We're going to make that one of the seven That'll wonders work. of the world. Um, um, Elon Musk is. I'm gonna. Add, I'm gonna. Add, I think Elon Musk is one of the one. That guy fascinates me. Okay. And I don't even know if I like him, mm-hmm. but I he's am. a fascinating human. I know what you're saying. I get that. I would love to talk to him, but after I talk to him, I might hate his guts, mm-hmm. or he might be my favorite person in the world. I don't know what to think about Elon. I don't know either. Because I love some of his ideas, hate some of his other ideas. Mm-hmm. I love his Twitter. Mm-hmm. Same. I, yeah, I love the the, the Twitter is, is is great. So all right, so we I got, hate this question. Can we just stick with three? Yeah, we're moving on. I don't like. That's the dumbest question. Okay. Well, you said we had to answer. No, every we question. do. That's why I love this because we have to. Well, let me put my glasses back on. Oh, and my microphone just fell. Here we go. Hmm. <clears throat> Alrighty. What's your dream job? We've answered this question eight thousand times. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be honest with you. Right now, this is my dream job because yeah. it's it's attainable. It's what I'm doing. I absolutely love what I do every day. But you know, I would be a lawyer or I would work in law in some mm-hmm. capacity. A detective. Probably more along the detective line, forensic scientist, something like that. I would love to be not a commercial airline pilot, but I'm actually going to adjust my answer. I, I would love to be a private pilot specifically for like one famous, but I would love to be The Rock's private pilot. That would be so That'd cool. be a sick job. Seriously. Because yeah, so, you know you'd be buddies. Of course. And he'd probably give me tequila. What's going on? I, I think that would be amazing. Yeah. 
Here we go. Of course, I hope you're not Clay Walker's bus driver because we had that audio clip the other day. <laughs> yeah, Google that if you miss it. Clay Walker. He like chewed he out his bus driver. And I mean, Clay Walker probably, it seems like one of the nicest people in the entire world. And boy, oh boy, he was in the 90s country. She won't be lonely mm. long. Heaven help the fool who did her wrong. Heaven help the bus driver. Yeah, like, he really swore on. out everything. This is a great question for both of us. Yeah. What one goal do you hope to accomplish this year? I have my, I think about it. I just, I just got okay, mine. Okay, get yours. And this is, hey, look, this is the cool thing about this podcast is it's very behind the scenes. We are very open and mm-hmm. honest with you about everything on this podcast. So you, you hear it all the time on the morning show. You hear us uh, endorse certain uh, products, opportunity, Jenny with Supplement Superstore mm-hmm. and Jet Club KC. I, uh, I do High V and I have Clean Heart Maids. Actually, um, I can say it because the signatures uh, just yeah. just signed a new um, endorsement opportunity with um, Great Life Golf. Let's, Let's go. go! Hey, welcome, Good Great for Life. You. Can't wait to work with you and and and, and get those courses full. Mm. But um, we have a set limit on how many companies we can endorse, and my goal this year is to be sold out. Let's go, Mike. Hey, get it, Mike Keller. That's, Proud that, of you. I am because you know what I do think I, I offer. Uh, oh, this is super insidery, but like I I think. I, and I think this of you to actually think the world of you and your ability to sell a product but make it sound natural. Your commercials don't sound like commercials, if that makes sense. Thank you. That's like, the goal. You just sound like you're having a conversation. And that's what we try to do with our personal endorsements. Well, that's we why I'll only endorse a product that I actually believe in because sometimes they'll come to us with stuff and I'm like, that doesn't even kind of sound like something I would well, be into. You, you and I, and I won't name the company, but you and I were both like oh. kind of pressured into doing a, uh, a a weight loss company. And I'm like, neither one of us, at the time, you well, had oh, your, this was your at the time. colon issue or whatever. Yeah, your, yeah, now it would, I mean, you know, we I've got a t- 10, always, I always have a 10 pound sure, loss. Sure, sure. Though, but that's now. But then, I mean, I needed to gain 10 pounds. I needed to gain like 20 pounds. I had just gone through colon surgery. Yeah, your intestines were nicked and you were <laughs> skin and bones. And you're like, hey, uh, I need uh, to lose like weight. Like product, I'm, yeah. And, and me too, I've never been like, over, like, I'm to the point now, yeah, I could lose like 10. But this was, this was I think this particular product is designed for people who need to lose 50, 75, 100 pounds. And sure. like, and I just, it, and I did it, but it it wasn't believed. And it didn't work. It was, a, it was failed. And I, and I, I kind of said, like, I told you this told would you fail. This it's not, not believable. Work. But you get me talking now about golf and... What was the question? What is one goal do you oh, hope to accomplish, to accomplish this, this year? year? Well, mine would be um, along the health and fitness route. I'm on it now. But to I would say to lose 10 and to keep it there. And But more than anything, and I'm reading this book called Atomic Habits, but more than anything, just change some of my bad habits. And one of my worst flaws as a human being is the all or nothing mentality. And I kind of broke it a little bit last year, but I got right back into it. And I just want to be able to, I want to be a person who can be like healthy Monday through Friday and make good food choices and good exercise choices, have a little fun on the weekend, Monday, get right back on. You know, I, That's what I want to be. And that's my goal. Yeah. Right. I, I am, I'm telling you, I'm all on or I'm all off. And right now you're all on and you're yeah, you know, I mean you're you're killing the game right now. Thank you. But the goal is to have a, just a good balance. Yeah. So that's that's the goal. Okay. Balance is it my turn? It's your turn to okay. draw a card. Choose here. a card. Table topics, by the way. What posters did you have in your room when you were young? <laughs> you don't strike me as a poster kind of guy. I had one. Although I know you had one because it covered up a hole in your wall. Nope. That 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 one that one just I just had to hang something because I got I, I got mad at Madden on my PlayStation and punched a hole in the wall. So Which I, by the way, now having a son who play, who games, I totally get that. There's little nicks all over his bedroom walls. I'm like, how'd that get there? How'd that get there? I know how it got there. Through the controller. You guys are psycho. 
I um, I, I would like to pass. I would like to veto this. I would not like no, to answer this No, you have an answer. I do. What poster was I, on your I wall? I don't want to tell you. Yes, you do. We to- we made a pact at the beginning of this. We have to answer the question. I did not make that pact. We did. I had a uh, <laughs> I had a a, a a very large poster <laughs> of a bikini clad Tyra Banks. Oh, oh get it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, in that photo, the boobies were out. Oh, I'm sure they were. <laughs> I don't know why my mom. Let me have a Tyra Banks poster in my room, but I did. Because you're a healthy young man that just wanted something fun to look at. <laughs> and that just was fun to look at. at. <laughs> Tyra Banks, a beautiful, beautiful woman. And um, yeah, so I thank you, Tyra. I'm, let's move on now. I had a poster of Dylan from 90210. <laughs> Luke, what was his last name? Luke. Um, Luke, he's dead. God bless him. Luke he Perry? Passed. Luke, no. Yeah, Luke Perry. Yeah. Why did, I couldn't think of his last name. Yeah, mm. Dylan. 90210, dude, mm. just super hot. He had on these jeans and like it kind of showed like that little like the V, you know, like the guys have like that V, like the yeah. It's like it's 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 cleavage for uh-huh. men. It's cleavage for the okay. We're on the podcast, yeah. so I call it cockage, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? That is kind of what it was, <laughs> right? It's, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's cockage. Anyway, yeah, that was what I had. All right, you're gonna suck at this answer. Um, where would you most like to travel? I really don't like to travel, if I'm being completely honest. So um, my answer is going to be dumb, and it's going to be Florida, because that's where I like to go the most. Name one place you've never been before that you would like, that you would be at least curious to maybe see. Well, I will say Mexico, because for a long time, I'm going to keep it totally real with you. I am a weirdo, and I was deathly afraid of getting diarrhea, like the Mexican diarrhea, Montezuma's Revenge, I believe they call it. And so terrified. But now I've been on Prozac for over a year, and I do feel like I would like to take that trip to Mexico. It would just have to be the right resort, and I would absolutely not have any water while I was there. Well, no, you you, you, Yeah, they have bottled, like, Aquafina there, or, like, bottled TG water. Yeah, Uh, and everything is bottled, and you open it yourself. Um, and then for me, yeah, Rome is top of the Colosseum. I'm a big fan of stadiums. Like, like I've seen, I've seen my. Don't can't if you don't if you're new to this podcast. I grew up in St. Louis originally, so I am a Cardinals fan. And people in Kansas City hate me for that, but I I always say if you got a really cool job, but it was in yeah. St. Louis, would you stop being a Royals fan? They're oh, of course not. I'm like, exactly. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. So. I have seen the Cardinals play in 12 Major League ballparks with the goal of eventually hitting all 30 before I die. Um, but on that note, I would love to go to Rome because I got to see the Coliseum, which is like the first stadium ever. Mm-hmm. And like it, the fact that you could just buy a you know a ticket and sit in the stands and watch dudes fight to the death mm-hmm. is insane to me. Maybe get mauled by a tiger. Like I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. just wild. And then I would also like to go up to London and I'd like to catch a uh, a soccer game in London because like soccer in England is like. American football in America, like it's people are nuts and passionate and crazy about it. So I, w- I would go to a soccer game like somewhere in England. I hope you get to do all that because I, I, I know I you really are a person who genuinely enjoys travel and the whole experience, all of it. And I really I want that for you. I thank you. Yeah, you you can have all the travel. <laughs> I will just be here in my I know bubble you in Missouri. And you'll be like mm, Clay County, and when I'm feeling freaky, Jackson County. <laughs> Every now and then. And when I'm feeling fancy, Johnson <laughs> County. <laughs> oh, here you go. What are your favorite apps? Let's just go with one app. What's your favorite app? Can I pull? I'd like to or pull out my phone and look. And like, I know I have to look also. I'd like to. Um, I, there's a dumb game I play that I really love called dude, Word, Word Cookies. Dude, Royal Match. 
if you know, you know. That Royal Match game, you see ads for it all the time now. Royal Match is an awesome game. Like, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, this is a lame answer, but I feel like Instagram, because I'm just I'm on it the most. Core TV, the Core TV app. That's my favorite app. Duh. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Honestly, mine's been lately. It's been YouTube. Um, other than that, here's the deal, man. I we, we brought up Elon earlier. I like Twitter. When I need I news, when I need breaking news, tw- I trust Twitter more than anything else. Well, it's the fastest. It's absolutely the fastest. And I'm not talking political. I'm talking like sports news, Like, let's be honest. Uh, any news, I think. I follow it. I will say I hate Twitter, but I follow it for my true crime stuff. I know, lame. But I, that's where I get all my, my good info. Loved. I think well. Twitter is at Mike Keller on air. It's really a spectacular account to follow. Who was the best teacher you've ever had? Mm-hmm. Best teacher I ever had. What is her name? This is so sad. I can't think of her name. Miss Ma- Miss Matthias, Marsha Matthias. She was my our music teacher, and I know you're like that's really a random answer, but she. This was like sixth, seventh grade, somewhere in there, and it was different. Like you know, and usually in music class, you just sang a bunch of songs and everybody sounded terrible, and yeah. that was the end of that. She would tell us stories like. The the music man, mm-hmm. um, and it would go. It would be. It would. It went on for class after class after class. You know, we when we only had music a couple times a week. I genuinely was so excited to get to her class to hear her tell the story. She was very dramatic and she told the story. I, I, this is so random. I don't even know if I'm explaining of it course. right, but just of like the music man, or there was another one she did. But she got me interested in music in that way, in the way of of musicals mm-hmm. and of theater and things like that, which I. And then my mom furthered that because she would take me to see plays and stuff like that and to the symphony. And Anyway, super random answer, but there you go. I was uh, an underclassman. I don't know if it was a freshman or so. I think a freshman in high school. It doesn't matter. Her name was Miss Morrison, mm-hmm. and she was the English teacher. And I only had her for half a year. She was pregnant. And so I think at Christmas break, she had, um, uh, over the Christmas break, she had delivered, so she was not... Are my teacher for the second half, and Mrs. Morrison was a uh, she was just she was a teacher. She kind of reminds me in a way of my wife in that she like really supported me, but also knew when to support me and when to challenge me. Yeah, I was a talkative kid in school. I know shocker, right? Given what I do for a living, but right. I, was, I would talk a lot. But she would pull me aside, but she had a, a way of saying, "Dude." Because like I would get in trouble for talking a lot, and I would get tired of getting in trouble for talking because I, I just happened to me so much. So I just I kind of would resent when it would happen. But she was had a way of pulling me aside and say, and she's like, "Dude, I love you." She's like, "I think you're such a good student, and you're smart." Mm-hmm. But but she would just present it. And she was like, "She's like you you are are smart, but like right now I need you to shut the." And she told me to shut the f up, but mm-hmm. she said it in a great way. If yeah. that makes sense, I need you to shut the room and get to work. Like, be, and and then like as soon as you're done, mm-hmm. like I, I she's like because I can't wait to see what you come up with or whatever. Like see, she was, that's she was the so way good. to do it though, motivating. And it was a hard class, mm-hmm. and I was at I think I was at like a B plus A minus flirting with it. Like she was a really good teacher and really helped you memorize stuff so you could ace the test. And when the set, the teacher, the the other teacher came in for the second half of that class, I plummeted to like a D, because she just wasn't as good of a teacher, or, or, or maybe it was just a difficult course to teach. I don't know. Or like I, I think each of us responds differently to a different style of teaching. I'm I'm hands on. Like I need to this for me to really understand it. I have to to see it and to and to, that's why I love field trips because mm-hmm. when I can put my eyes to something, it just makes more sense to me. The uh, yeah, and then this teacher, this the second semester teacher, she she just I, she didn't care as much. Much younger, and just kind of didn't give it. It wasn't right. like her class. She was just a, a sub with a steady gig. So, one of the teachers I hated the most, her name was Mr. Massey. 
This is an eighth grade. I told you the story. He's the one who gave me in-school suspension because oh. he came in one day and he was wearing Abercrombie and Fitch clothes. I that. Which this was why this is literally Y two K. This was two thousand. He comes and wearing a full fresh Abercrombie outfit, looking fly yeah. for for Y two K. That's the look, sure. And I said, "Dang, Mr. Massey, you're looking like a pimp." I called him pimp. Yeah. And he gave me in-school suspension for being insubordinate. What a piece of shit. Sorry, but like... Well, no, you were just calling him a pimp. You were complimenting the guy. I was like, Mr. Mazzy, you're pimping. You're going on. He's like, you can't call a teacher that. And he gave me three days of in-school That's suspension. That's not what nice. A, That's too much. What Come a garbage on. human. But, I, but I'll give him credit. Where As an instructor, as a teacher, he wouldn't make us. We would sit there, and every chapter, we would have, we'd read the whole chapter, and we would have to physically write... Like ten notes, things that stood out to us in that Just chapter. Make sure you understood it. No, not to make sure I understood, but but he's like, when you write something down, it yes. is a million times more likely to stay in your brain. And I and I aced his class, like a ninety-five straight A in his class because he made us write. So I'll give him credit for yeah. that. As his, he was like, you have to write it out because that's how you'll learn. And I appreciate that. We had a but history also, teacher. What a dick. Yeah, we Sorry. had a history yeah. teacher who had that method as well, and it was for world history. And I rem- and it was straight memorization because mm-hmm. he would put. On the board, all the all the things there were blanks. We had to fill in the blanks by the end of class. You know, for he would give the spiel, and we would have to fill in the blanks by the end of class. And then it was memorization for the test, and that was it. And why I hate that method of learning is because I don't remember any of it. We learned some really good things in that class, and I don't remember any of it because it was just memorization. Seventh grade, I had a world history. My social studies class was world history, and it was different dynasties throughout time. Right. And I, man, like again, I told you earlier, I want to go to Rome. When I tell you that the Roman Empire. Even as a kid, like I, that was the one thing I was really concerned about being perceived as a dork as a kid. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't tell anybody I was in band or I didn't. When I had braces, I would always hide them, and I had a bunch of acne, and I wouldn't show. Like you know, I tried to hide it all. One thing I didn't care about dorking out about was like, like I thought the Romans were fascinating, and I still do. Like, but it's funny. Do you know what's funny? Our world is so jacked up because the fact that that's considered dorky really is a shame because. It's history. It's fascinating. I wasn't interested in history at all. Like during school, again, I memorized for tests and that was it. But now, I mean, we, oh gosh, I grew up in Maryland. We used to go to Washington, D.C., see the monuments. I've been to the Smithsonian, like all those things. Mm -hmm. And it was great, but I didn't totally appreciate it. Do you know now, and I should just go back and visit family and go. I don't know why I don't, but like now my thirst for that kind of stuff is so much greater. I just think the world's backwards in a way. You learn all this stuff when you kind of don't care about it and then Let's, later when you th- crave the knowledge. I just want to throw a deal right out there like on the on the podcast right now. Like if you're a travel agent or somebody who can help connect that, like reach out to us. Either Mike at Q104KC.com or Jenny at Q104KC.com. Shoot us an email. Let's let's get a deal done. Let's do, get you a little advertising on the radio. Get your business out there, and then let's let's go do shows from these cool places like DC. Yeah. I would love to go do a week of shows from DC or a week of shows in Mexico. Like I would love to do something like that. You know, and I think about that too. There are so many cool places in the U.S. I have never been to. In fact, we're going to Arizona here in a couple days, mm-hmm. and our goal is to hit up the Grand Canyon while we're there. And I think God, the Grand. Canyon Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. It's something you hear about your entire life. And it's crazy that you growing up in Maryland, I have never been to any of those big East Coast cities. Boston, New, New York, York, Philly, wow. D.C. I've never been to any of them. I'd love to check them all oh, out. Oh, and it, it's just such a different world. New York City is unlike any other place. And I haven't been there post-COVID. I, I think it got kind of weird during COVID. But anyway, let's move on. That okay. was that. Yeah. What, did you pick I, that or did I? I did. The t- I did the teacher okay. question. Okay. It's, it's your turn to pick. Um, a couple more. Who's the funniest person alive? 
I know my answer. It's Mike Keller. I think you're the funniest person ever. No, the correct answer. No, no. For me, that's the answer. And I'm telling you why I'm going to brag on you for this, because I'm telling you, you make me laugh so hard that it can be hours after I've even been in your presence. And I ask my kids, I'll be in the car and I'll just start roaring laughing about something. They're like, what? I'm like, you don't you would not even understand. And it is something that you said or a way you said it. I'm telling you, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I think you're hilarious. I think I think my sense of humor is an acquired taste, and or, or well, like I'm here it, for there it. are certain people who are wired similar to me who enjoy that sense of humor. <laughs> there are people who don't find me funny at all. I do. I think I'm hilarious, but there are certainly a lot of people who don't. <laughs> I think you're so funny. I think the correct answer right now is Dave Chappelle. I think well, I Dave mean, that's Ch- famous. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If we're gonna go famous comedians, I totally agree with Chappelle's you. Chappelle's content. I love how it's just. I love how he's reached that point. I, I love people who reach the point of uncancelability. Yes. People like Chappelle, <laughs> people like Rogan, I think, who are just like, like, it's interesting. Like, so the you know the country's been so divided over politics and things like that. But you've got guys, and, and I think these are the two of my favorites leading the charge, like Rogan and Chappelle, who are, I they're they're reached the point where they're like, like I, they're liberal. People, they're, they're like, I'm liberal, but I'm like old school liberal. I don't want to cancel somebody for right. having a different opinions. Like, like I, there's gonna, there's got to be a point where we, where we reach kind of this compromise where it's like, like it's it's okay that we have different opinions. And just because I think I wish it was okay for me to say something is weird, mm-hmm. but like not mean it in a weird. But but take it the same way. Like if you said. Mike, I don't like chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. And me be like, that's weird. You're weird for not liking chocolate ice cream. You don't take offense to that because who cares? It's chocolate. Who cares what you like? I wish we could apply the same thing to everything, no matter how weird it is. Like mm-hmm. whether it's whatever it people's is. sexual preferences, right? That's the yeah. big thing that everyone's talking about. I wish I could just be like, you know, I'm not wired that way. So that's weird to me. But I don't mean that as an insult. I just mean it's strange. I'm telling you, my whole philosophy on life is just you do whatever makes you happy. I I don't, I'm not you. Right. Behind closed doors, you do whatever you want to do. I do not care. But also shut up about it. Like just don't shout it from the rooftops. I feel that way on a lot of topics because I just feel like, I don't know. We're just getting to be too sensitive of a society. I really do think that. Bunch of wussies. Well, I think the big, but the, what I always, when I can't grasp is that. I'm not going to sway you to believe the things I believe necessarily. I, don't, I mean, maybe I would, but doubtful, right. and vice versa. So it's cool that you think one way and I think yeah. another, but at the end of the day, let's just all be kind to yeah. each other and respect that we have different opinions, and that's the end of that. I don't know why our society has such a hard time with that, but we do. And I'll and I'll take like like when we talk when like during election time, right, and voting, and, and there are people I cannot. Believe. How could anybody possibly vote for a Republican? How can well, anybody possibly vote for a Democrat? I I understand the other side's way of thinking, but like the, somebody will bring up this huge topic, right? Wait, name name one any of the, any of the huge talk, topics that come up. And but quite frankly, there are some topics. Yes, they're big and they're being talked about. But quite frankly, they don't affect me or my family that's at what all. I mean. It has and no, like, no so, bearing so on So when you. I go to the polls, yeah. okay, uh, like like I'm not going to vote because of a, a because a vote for or against somebody because they feel a certain way about a certain topic that has nothing to do with me or my family. It's not your topic. I believe that you should vote selfishly, which is why you I should. understand which is why I understand there are people who are going to I'm going to vote for people who want to put in place policies that are best for the financial success of my family mm-hmm. and me. Yeah, totally get it. Wh- whomever side of the 
whatever side of the lawyer or, or whatever color you are, red or blue, doesn't matter. But if you're whoever's going to keep my gas prices and grocery bills the lowest, that's who I'm going to vote for. To be for. honest with you, though, I think what's wild is that we are 2023 and we've got we've got left and we've got right. And I mean, you can say there's the middle and this, that and that. that and there is. I think that's where, honestly, I think that's where a lot of people fall. It's something like 80%. 80% of people are in the middle. Like, so but it's I the 20% who take over on TikTok. So again, I don't know why that's the way our media is and that's the way pe- people seem to be. It's like one or the other. That's be- so... The answer We're not is, a black and white world. It's a gray... There's so much gray area but, everywhere. But to answer your question, the reason it's like that is because if you just put common sense people on the news, the ratings go down. I hear you. Like a 24-hour cable news network, and this isn't bashing on one of the other. We'll just put CNN up against Fox News, right? CNN far left, Fox no, News far right. Right. Both of them. Yeah. Are their goal is to get you to listen and, and watch as much as possible, and they know how they do that. They rile you up and piss you off because mm-hmm. you're more than likely, and they tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, honestly, that's why I don't. And watch both the news. those networks are garbage. I watch enough. I don't say watch. I I I acquire enough news mm-hmm. to just kind of know. Like I knew there was that big giant seaweed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I got that from my mom. So I'll let her break it down for me. Six. Uh, um, I know that it on, when it comes to our local news, I don't turn it on. I know for a fact until about six. All right, it's a five o'clock news. It's about five eighteen. Or if it's six o'clock news, it's six eighteen. Ten o'clock to eighteen past. Mm-hmm. That's when the weather starts. <laughs> that's that's, that's when I. Uh, here you go. Nah, that's a dumb one. No, Wait, no, have, no, no, no. No, we have time no, for no, one no. more. We have time for one more. It's got to be a good one. It's got to be a good pick. one. You have to pick. It's This is the game. This is the way we're playing. You have to pick. That's the one. Pick it. You picked it up. It doesn't matter if it sucks. Okay. It does. For the last one, matter. I would like a question that doesn't suck doesn't for the last matter. one. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. This is the way we play the game. The way is stupid. So I broke the rules. Are we fighting? I think so. Do we just break up? <laughs> After this question, we're going to tell the story about the text you sent me yesterday. Okay, and then we got to go because, not for nothing, but I have a meeting and so do you. I know. What three adjectives would your family use to describe you? We literally did this one well, in a previous podcast. Well, we did podcast. do that one. Okay, so in that case, you pick, I'm, you I'm going one. to pick and it's random and I'll let you read it because it's your turn. Only because we did that question before. I love this one. All right. And this one, I, I wish one of us were from Kansas City. But we're not. But this will be interesting for those who want to learn more about other parts of the country. Sure. What do you love about your hometown? So I got to say Westminster, Maryland, where I grew up. Westminster, if you want to go like Baltimore, you can. Let's just let's just I think for our since we're based out of Kansas City, I think you can even say like growing up on the East Coast I'll if you want say to West, I'll say Westminster. Maryland, OK, Westminster, hometown. Maryland. Let's go. Um, favorite thing about my hometown. <laughs> Hoffman's ice cream. <laughs> That's my answer. Okay. They have really good ice cream. Okay. That'd be like me, like, because I grew up in St. Louis. Should I say Ted Drew's frozen custard? You can then? say whatever you want. That's no, all I got. I'm going to say this, because one of the things that's interesting about being a St. Louis transplant who now lives in Kansas City is realizing after living, I, I spent my first 19 years of life in St. Louis. I've lived in Kansas City as an adult for almost seven years now, and it is shocking at how and I think, especially on the Kansas City side, like when I tell people I'm from St. Louis, they're like, St. Louis, ugh, garbage, just stupid <laughs> side of the state. And I understand there's a natural geographical rivalry. I will say people in St. Louis don't feel the same way about Kansas City. The St. Louis people, their hatred goes towards Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, just because that's where the, the rivalry is. But I, it is hilarious to me, and, and I don't know who wants to hear this, who doesn't want to hear this, Kansas City and St. Louis are freakishly similar. Like, 
everything that you love as a lifelong Kansas Cityan, people in St. Louis feel the exact same way about St. Louis. Right. People, especially people who have lived there their whole life and will never move anywhere else. Like, I get why people love Kansas City, but I also get why people love St. Louis. I get why people love my hometown now that I'm an adult. As a mm-hmm. kid, I was bored to tears. I understand But that. I get why you'd raise a family there. Um, it's beautiful. So I'll give the most unpopular answer I get because because it's just got it honest the truth, but it's the sports, especially baseball. There is nothing like go and and I'm sorry, there is nothing like going to a St. Louis Cardinals baseball game. It's one of the most beautiful stadiums. It's one of the most historic franchises. They the especially a home opener when they bring on the Budweiser Clydesdales out. It is a magical event and that's not a, a dig but, but like st louis is a baseball town the way here here in kansas city we are sure. a football town no matter what sporting event you go to in kansas city and the home of the right, right, ever like, totally. like like kansas city has football and tailgating down packed and, and i would never take that away from them or i but but like but St. Louis, man, it's baseball. It mm-hmm. is. It is an absolute baseball mecca. A cap. A, a place that everyone should visit if you're a baseball fan. The tradition is light years ahead of almost every other franchise, and it's my favorite thing about my. I love going home in summer and sitting in Bush Stadium for a baseball game. It's it's one. It's my it was favorite. Like the thing nicest to do. answer in the world, and I said Hoffman's ice cream. I don't even know if they're still in business. Fair enough. It was delicious. We're going to end this podcast. You have to share the story of you. To, actually, I'm going to read you the text that oh Jenny gosh. sent me yesterday. And when I tell you it's out of clear blue sky. So you and I, we, we had done a break on the radio yesterday. And at the end of it, for whatever reason, I, I had thought, I'd, I had just seen the way your you, your body language, you had reacted kind of funny. And I was like, uh-oh, I hope I didn't say anything to piss you off. Did I? Because I've done that once before. I've like, just I've one acci- time. I've, just I've, one time. I did. I accidentally mm-hmm. offended you. And so you wrote, me a text yesterday at 12.45. Well, I gotta, before you read this text, I have to tell you, okay? okay? This is me. I had to go out, run a couple errands. I was out at Zona, and I was on 152, just minding my business, and I had a complete feeling of panic, and I thought, oh my gosh, Mike is ma- What if he's mad at me? Does he hate me? So I called you, and we're like everybody else. We text. We don't really call mm-hmm. unless it's something. I know if you call me, like, it's something. Right. And vice versa. But you didn't answer. So I was like, he's either napping or he's mad at me. I was two seconds from calling your wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was gonna, like, that was going to be the answer to find out if you were mad at me. <laughs> right. So when, we, when we're done with the show, usually you and I get done with our, our, our other projects about the same time. We usually, we, like, we walk out together. Like, yeah. we walk to our cars together, and we didn't do that yesterday because I had something extra to but do. But that's weird to me. I always think it's weird we walk out. Well, I, I, I don't like it either, but I just, I had something extra to do. I had a, so anyway, happens. you were, uh, you're like, we didn't walk out together. So you text me. You're like, <laughs> I started to have a panic attack thinking, are you mad at me? We didn't walk out together, which, which, which never feels normal. You made sure I was okay after the conversation. I thought the whole thing was just playful. Never thought twice, but did I hurt your feelings about how gross you are with how infrequently you change your towels in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like a terrible friend. I'm really just being serious. I'm not seriously judging you. Are we okay? Oh my God, I love you. You're my best friend. Please don't be mad at me. This is all a text. This is all one text. And I meant that. I was voice to texting and I meant every word of it. And I thought, oh my God, like what if he, because I'm a, I, well, I don't know. Are we all overthinkers? I'm an overthinker. But I, I remember like just thinking in my head, 
how rude and what a terrible friend am I because you took the time to make sure that I was okay after that break and I didn't even think to ask you if you were okay. It was all about me. What's funny about that was the conversation was I told you that I changed my bathroom towel like once a week and you kind of went, but I totally I, like, was like, eh, that's great. But I did that on purpose. Like, I wanted you to kind of gross out oh, on that reaction. Like, that was my goal, and I got it. And I was like, yeah. And you're like, and then you're like, oh my god, did I offend you? I'm like, yeah, I'm offended because you judge me about how often I change my bath towels. Like, Which, stop. by the way, I mean, look, you can you cannot bathe at all. I'd probably judge you a little just because I have to be in a small room with you every you day, should, and yeah. it would suck. But um, yeah, you, you do you. Whatever you, works. Well, you would for have you. the right to you'd be like, hey, listen, I'm gonna need you to wash yourself. Use you disgusting freak. Yeah. Anyway, I no. told you the reason though that I got I did get extra weirded out about that though is just because my son like ugh, I watch what he does with the bath towel after the bath he likes to f- floss yeah like, spread the legs and floss get up the butt and then on the taint and then the the, the balls there too which I appreciate the fact right. that he wants to be nice and dry at the same time I'm always like give me that towel that towel is going directly into the wash as so it, that was where my should. head was with it sure. anyway sure no we're still friends we're not, we're not fighting no and we, are, and we you... made a declaration today anyway which I think we already knew this but if something we nip it immediately yeah. Yeah, well, our declaration is, um, it's, it's, it's like, look, if I ever am mad as, and, and I think, too, one of the lessons you taught me mm-hmm. was intent. Yes. Did this person mean to do what they did, or was it an accident? And I never really thought like that before. That's actually a really important lesson you taught me. I'm so glad. And so, like, let's say you say something that accidentally does get under my skin, which... We spend 20 hours a week in a small room. It might happen. Right? I can't believe, to be honest, it doesn't happen more than it does. Right, yeah, right. And so, but like, let's say, let's say that happens, right? I would immediately let you know. I would say, this is what I would do. I would say, hey, listen, you just said that. So I'm not going to lie. That bothered me. But then I would immediately say, now, I know that wasn't your intent. Right. So what I, and then I would ask you, I'm like, what I need you to do is just kind of let me be mad. Cause I know that's what works for me. I just have to be mad for a little Stew while. Stew on it. And, and just get, and then, and then I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I might yell a bad word and then I'm fine. And so I would just tell you, so listen, I'm going to be mad for an hour. Actually, I'll probably be mad until I go home and take a nap. And then I'll text you tonight and say, love you, all good, see you tomorrow. And I told you, this is why I love male friendships, because <laughs> you, I do. Men are so easy in that way. Women Take notes, hold ladies. On to, I'm ser- and I have some great girlfriends who we, I, the group of girls I surround myself with, like, I think we're all pretty low maintenance, but I can't, because I can't with that. Like, do not, we are not going to stew, and then let's not, let's not tell each other while we're mad, but I'm mad, and da, da, da. I don't have time, personally, I don't have time to be mad at anybody. I don't have time. Sweet Brown. Do you know what I mean? Ain't nobody got time time for that. What a delight. This has just been so much fun. Thank you for listening. The Morning After podcast. We appreciate you. Goodbye. Bye.